You are now listening to the E-Watchman Podcast with your host, Robert King. This is episode number 65 of the Watchman's Post podcast. This program was recorded in the waning days of November 2015. Well, a lot's been happening. You don't even have to be paying attention. It uh, turns out these past few weeks, one of the most common phrases on Twitter has been, World War Three, And of course, that's because of what has happened in Syria and the potential uh, confrontation between NATO and Russia, and that after the uh, shooting down of the Su-24 Russian bomber by their uh, supposed friend, uh, Turkey. But perhaps uh, cooler heads will prevail for the interim but uh, I suppose we can expect these sorts of uh, provocations to continue. In that same period, a Russian passenger jet was shot down over the Sinai Peninsula. And then, of course, the uh, terror attack in Paris that killed, what, 130 uh, Parisians. The world has become very, very unstable. And, uh, you know, as I've pointed out before, it's all stemming from the fact that the Anglo-American financial uh, system is coming unraveled. You couldn't tell it from the fact that, that you know the stock market is near an all-time high, but it, it's all rigged, isn't it? <laughs> and at some point, it will come unrigged. I want to talk to you about uh, something that I've been thinking about recently uh, before I get into the few questions that I have here. As you know, um, or may not know, I've been online since um, 2002. Started off with just a few essays and things have sort of grown from there. I keep pounding away on the keyboard here and um, a book popped out along the line somewhere and uh, I started doing these podcasts a number of years ago and and I started sending out, uh, you know, open letters to hundreds and thousands of congregation elders and to branch offices and so forth. I, I've tried to, uh, you know, stake out my my place on the internet, and it's uh, somewhat of a challenge. Some years ago, actually, if someone were to Google. Uh, the phrase Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, eWatchman.com, came up on page one, believe it or not. Uh, But because more and more uh, sites relevant to those particular uh, search terms are coming on, and for some other technical reasons, my site has pretty much uh, 
disappeared unless one does a refined search. For example, if um, you go into the search tools and specify that you're looking for a website that is published in the last week or month, and if I have, then uh, my website will, will come up prominently, either the first or second page. But I don't think most people do that. Some years ago, I uh, I used to advertise by means of pay-per-clicks. And uh, the way that works, you, you bid on certain search terms that people uh, enter. And say, for example, Jehovah's Witnesses again or Watchtower Society. I would bid on those terms and my little ad advertisement would come up. Back then, I mean, I'm talking maybe um, 10 years ago, uh, the search terms were relatively inexpensive. I think I bid a nickel or whatever. And, but because of the popularity of Google, uh, it, it's become all pervasive on the Internet, and the, the bidding war has begun for search terms, even terms as you would think obscure as Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, to get an appearance now, you have to pay like a dollar. <laughs> And there are a number of uh, owners of websites that are willing to do that, like uh, the JW Dating website, and uh, there's a an outfit that sells uh, JW supplies, and and then of course there's the um, opposers, as the Watchtower calls them, who want to save Jehovah's Witnesses from the Watchtower. Some of those people are even willing to pay a buck per click. I tested the um, the pay-per-click market a few months ago, and I you can put a limit on the amount of money you want to spend. So you know, it, you 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 put a budget on it. But I uh, I didn't put a budget on just to see how many clicks I might get in a short period of time, and uh, very quickly I racked up <laughs> five hundred dollars on on my credit card. Uh, which I, I can't afford to do that on a monthly basis. I didn't even let it go a month. On any given month, approximately 50,000 individuals enter the search term Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, sometimes persons enter uh, various terms like uh, Jehovah's Witness beliefs or, or things of that nature. But uh, I wouldn't bid on those and, and don't really want the traffic because someone who is one of Jehovah's Witnesses would not enter a search term such as that. And people who are not Jehovah's Witnesses who are looking for information on Jehovah's Witnesses or dirt on Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever, I, I really don't care to have their, their traffic. Uh, they're better off going to the Watchtower, jw.org, if they want basic information. Anyway, I, um, <laughs> I've i thought a lot about this, and it's, it's not an easy thing for me to do. I've tried to um, keep pure, I guess, but it, it's come down to this. It's, it's, not, it's not acceptable to me that my website is uh, 
languishing in obscurity, search engine shield, as I call it. And I've tried to do things to, uh, you know, optimize my website, search engine optimization, they call it SEO. I've spent way too much time and money fooling around and uh, with limited results. I, I want to go back with the pay-per-clicks, and I want to ask you to help me. And you can do that. I host my, my podcast now, the last 22, 23 programs on this website that um, called Podbean. <laughs> and um, my own URL is, of course, jw-radio.com. But it's hosted on uh, this website called Podbean, and they offer this feature called crowdfunding. And it is set up so that listeners can pledge a certain amount every month to support the program. And so I've I got a few emails from them and said, hey, E. Watchman, you know, you've got so many listeners and uh, why not set up this crowdfunding? To... And I, I have, haven't gone that route for some time, but I've set, up, I've set up the crowdfunding now. And I'm asking you, the listener, to support me in my endeavor if you would pledge $1 per month I have approximately 1,500 to 2,000 listeners on any given uh, episode per month. And I realize uh, probably the majority would not be inclined to uh, donate anything. And, you know, that's fine. You're welcome to listen to the program. It's not charging to, uh, for the information or the whatever you consider it, entertainment, I suppose, for some. But uh, if there is... Uh, a core of listeners who are supportive of uh, what I'm trying to do on the internet and uh, with the Watchtower at large, uh, I'm asking you if you would pledge $1 per month. And, of course, you can pledge more if you are so inclined. And my pledge is that I will use every dollar pledged for the pay-per-click campaign. So basically, you determine how easily and how many others will be able to find uh, the information I've provided on eWatchman.com. And also, um, as you may or may not know, I've uh, split the book off onto its own website at um, jehovahisking.com. And also the Daily Commentary has its own website now as well. So I, I could promote all three of those websites with different campaigns, depending on the amount of uh, pledges that I receive. I do appreciate over the uh, years, uh, individuals have emailed me and asked, you know, how can we help out? I'd like to, uh, to donate some money to your cause. And I've always uh, thanked them, of course, and uh, but declined to accept any money. Although there was a time back when I had the um, E Jehovah's Witnesses forum that 
For a brief while, I decided to accept donations uh, for the same reason, to help defray the cost of um, my campaigns. But after a couple of months, I discontinued it because it it, it uh, was a bit unwieldy. And I don't know, I felt like it. some people in the forum, it, they felt entitled. It, it gave them editorial rights or something on my work. And it, anyway, I... But uh, here I am again with this crowdfunding arrangement. I like it because it doesn't impose any sort of obligation uh, substantially upon anyone. I mean, what's what's a dollar by these days? Uh, not much, but it can buy a click for someone who enters in a term like Jehovah's Witnesses or Watchtower or New World Translation or whatever, uh, Watchtower Daily Text, and uh, chances are it might be one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and they click on that, uh, and they can they can gain access to my website. So I think it, uh, obviously, by what's happening in the world, we're getting down to uh, crunch time, as they say, and... Uh, Things are not going to be going on the way they have been for, you know, these this recent period. And I would like for Jehovah's Witnesses to find uh, some information that will help them cope with what's about to happen. So if you want to help me with that, I'll put the link here. We'll see how it goes. And uh, I appreciate your support. Okay, well. I've got a couple of questions here, and I've had some more. And I, frankly, I um, it's hard for me to keep up sometimes, and especially with this program on a monthly basis, some of the questions are rather old, and I leave them in my inbox, and they get pushed way down, and sometimes they get deleted, and I'm not a real organized person anyway. I'm getting, you know, disorganized and fly by the seat of my pants. But hey, that's that's me. So I. Anyway, what I'm saying is, I, I hope to do these programs more regularly, possibly weekly, depending on the, the mail volume. So anyway, um, I've only got a couple of questions here, but. Perhaps we can do this again in a few days, not too far into December. But I wanted to address this question. She says, hello, Brother King. I found the truth 35 years ago. It was the perfect concept, the jackpot of all jackpots. Uh, why did they have to spoil it? Uh, she gives some personal information here, which I won't repeat, but she said uh, she was really stumbled by the Australian Royal Commission investigation into Jehovah's Witnesses' child abuse allegations. After my initial devastation, I had the courage to tap into, quote, the apostate world and have discovered that there are so many of us here. Although our stories are similar in general, I'm, always, I'm not always comfortable with whom they have become many throwing out the baby with the bathwater, meaning they tossed God out as well. So I am looking for new answers. 
And if I may interject here, that's exactly why I want to make my website more findable. I don't know how this person found eWatchman. Some do, but uh, I'd like to make it more prominent. Anyway, she goes on, I love your website for the main reason that you don't throw out Jehovah from the equation. It also totally makes sense that it is the leadership that is corrupt, not the people, just like the Pharisees were in Jesus' day. I've been a witness for 35 years, and I know there are a lot of nice and good, honest people in the ranks. Yet I will become an enemy at the slightest insinuation of questioning the governing body. And so my daughter will become my enemy as well if she finds out. Hardly love worth spreading. So I must remain in the closet for now until I can figure out what to do. But I'm so confused about some things. I plan on fading quietly so my daughter will just call me spiritually weak. But what do I do now? And then she asks, several questions. What about service? Jesus said, go and make disciples. What about the blood issue? Has it disappeared? None of the XJWs talk about it. What about the memorial? Jesus did say to keep doing this in remembrance of him. I would really be grateful if you could help me sort out my confusion. Well, um, I would say t confusion is a terrible thing, and it's hard to uh, to deal with this disappointment and, frankly, stumbling. I won't go into this. Uh, Goffrey Jackson's performance and the Australian Royal Commission investigation. I I intended to write an article and even an open letter about it, and I got halfway through it and. It, it just didn't develop. I, I commented somewhat on it in a few of the uh, daily commentaries. But uh, I haven't thrown Jehovah out of the equation, as you worded. Actually, I have injected Jehovah into the equation. And what I mean by that, I have presented Jehovah's judgments to come as they are expressed in prophecy. And, of course, according to the Watchtower and the opinion of Jehovah's Witnesses, no one outside the intimate group of Bethel can possibly know anything from the Scriptures. I, I've mentioned it before, my encounter with a member of the governing body. I had a brief phone conversation with him and tried to uh, get him to reason upon the Watchtower's absurd interpretation of the book of Joel, and he wasn't having any of it, and expressed to me what I think sums it all up. He said, if Jehovah wants the governing body to know anything, he will reveal it to them directly and not from someone outside who thinks they're anointed. <laughs> So there you have it. And it is, a, of course, a pharisaical attitude. Um, but what I've presented is something that people can read and reason upon in the privacy of their own thoughts. And a fair number of you, I know, have 
come to the conclusion that it does make sense, that it it perfectly addresses the situation that Jehovah's Witnesses, who are aware of all of this skullduggery and uh, you know the fraud of 1914, it, it places everything in, in perspective. The Watchtower has set itself up as the sole interpreter, and it has placed Jehovah's judgment in the past. Christ came in 1914 and judged the house of God and gave them a thumbs up and all is good. He came as the, the refiner and the cleanser and now it's a cleansed people and they're all good. Well, I have reset all of that to the future and to a judgment day of the house of God. And I, I am fully convinced that that is the reality to come. And that's why I've set up the website and do what I do. But now, as far as your situation, I, I have to be honest and blunt. I, I feel like, you know, when Paul spoke to the Galatians and uh, he addressed them, oh, senseless Galatians, what what has come over you, basically? Why why have you changed? Who convinced you? I want to hear it from you. you. It was revealed to you that Christ was impaled for you, and now you're wanting to go back and become circumcised and get into this whole Jewish thing again. What what happened? And I I can ask the same question. You say that the truth was wonderful, it was a jackpot, and there are many good and fine Christians. Has that changed? Has Jehovah been removed from his throne? Has Christ not died and paid the ransom? Is there not to be a new world, a paradise? Is there not a great crowd that's going to survive the end of this? Has that changed? Has the foolishness of Goffrey Jackson and other members of the governing body nullified the truth? I don't think so. How could it? The truth remains. The truth is that the Watchtower Society has been used by God, but it is going to become completely apostate. And though many may find that impossible... <laughs> Just I've mentioned this before. When when I was living in England, a couple of pioneers knocked on my door and insisted upon engaging me, even though I told them I was disfellowshipped. And I told them my issues, and I said, you know, the Watchtower is, is going apostate. And the one sister, she wanted to defend the Watchtower. She said, Jehovah would never allow that to happen. And I don't think she's alone in that opinion. I think most Jehovah's Witnesses believe that. But every organization that Jehovah has had has gone apostate. Israel and Judah, first century Christianity, went apostate eventually, didn't it? And Paul said, the presence will not come unless the apostasy comes first. But the organizational, institutional prophet said, oh, that's the apostasy that occurred with Constantine. 
<laughs> now, it's an apostasy that precedes the revelation of Christ. And we're seeing, we're seeing the mystery of this lawlessness. We've seen it with the Watchtowers, NGO, uh, partnership with the United Nations. We're seeing it with Goffrey Jackson denying that the governing body has uh, any control over what the elders do in the field. So, all of Jehovah's Witnesses eventually will be confronted with this issue. Uh, some are now already, and uh, I guess I'm out there as the last rung before you go completely uh, into the darkness. Again, that's that's why one more Jehovah's Witnesses to have act. Because if you if they're on the internet searching for information about Jehovah's Witnesses, then they're one step out of the reservation already, aren't they? <laughs> right? So, and they're going to get hit with a face full of negativity. But back back to uh, this situation, if if it is the truth, and there are many good people, and you come to recognize that Jehovah's judgment is coming in the future, why would you want to fade out? Why would you want to abandon your friends and leave them? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Fading out, you lose any what we call freeness of speech. Jesus advised us to be uh, cautious as serpents, and yet innocent as doves. Being cautious as serpents means that you, you wouldn't necessarily take on the, uh, the watchtower in the congregation, and, and so you wouldn't be viewed suspiciously or marked or disfellowshipped or whatever. You have to be a little uh, discreet. But Jesus foretold, ultimately, that many will be stumbled and because of the increasing of lawlessness, the love of the many will grow cold. We're seeing an increasing of lawlessness. It's not talking about street crime. Lawlessness is religious hypocrisy. And we're seeing that emanating from the governing body, from Bethel, which I have pointed out is uh, people with what Paul called the man of lawlessness. So the increasing of lawlessness emanates from the man of lawlessness. That's how that works. But if if we depart and go off into the closet or where, you know, into a fading out, isn't that a manifestation of our love growing cold? Abandoning our, our friends and what good can you possibly accomplish? So I, I don't encourage that. I, I encourage people to be discreet. And instead of fading out, be stronger and be there. And who knows what Jehovah can do with you in that situation. My goal has always been uh, to have... There's approximately 100,000 congregations of Jehovah's Witnesses. And uh, I estimate that approximately 100,000 of Jehovah's Witnesses and even interested persons 
have had some familiarity with my work over the years. So one person in each congregation who can be there to stand in the gap when it all comes down. I, I want you to th think about that and think about what Jehovah can do with one person, you know, one Gideon, you know? Yeah, what about service? That's what I'm asking. What about it? There, there's no getting around it. What about the blood issue? <laughs> you can read as well as I can, right? Keep abstaining from blood. That doesn't change. Even if the watchtower changes, would you take a blood transfusion? What about the memorial? Still says, keep doing this in remembrance of me. If the watchtower goes apostate, you still have Jesus' command, right? So we have to have faith, individual faith. You know, really, it is if our faith crumbles because of what the governing body does, what are we telling Jehovah and Christ? Isn't that... Isn't that an admission, basically, a de facto admission that we're following men? If our faith is determined by what someone else does or doesn't do, and we're stumbled by what they do, we're following men. The Watchtower has served a purpose. It has presented the truth. It has tutored us. It has provided a program for us to learn and develop faith and have a ministry to go out and preach and teach other people. But it's up to us. What, what's that expression? There was a, even a kingdom song, make the truth your own. And that's why God allows for this man of lawlessness and for this delusion that he promotes to go to those who know the truth, to test their love of the truth. How much do you love the truth? Divorce from the watchtower. Well, I said I was going to do a couple of questions here, but I'm looking at the uh, ticker on my editor here, and it's 30 minutes. I'm going to try to keep these programs to 30 minutes, but do them more frequently. So let's leave it there, and uh, I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your pledge, if you're so inclined. And may Jehovah... Bless your search for the truth.